Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. Uh, we're glad to have you on call, like all, like I've said before. And I want to just take a quick second to remind you that you can forward the call-in number to anybody you would like to, uh, in order to uh, invite them to the call and join us on Wednesday mornings. Uh, or you can um, um, send this forward the text reminder you get to them, and uh, we, they can, um, like I said, we don't mind you sending that on to anyone else uh, either. So. Um, we do have our um, recordings of our um, devotionals on Spotify, and you can go and look that up on Game Changers Devotional. And if you'll go back a few texts uh, ago that I sent out, uh, there was a link that um, gave you the link to the page for our Spotify channel on that. Uh, so you can go back and listen to any of the previous devotions or share those if you would like. This morning, Jacob James is going to be leading our devotion, so I'm going to turn it over to Jacob now. Hey, good morning, everybody. You either live in vision or you live in circumstance. You live in vision or you live in circumstance. And let me tell you, something happened at work recently, and I got caught up in circumstance, and I don't want that to happen to you. And so that's why I'm talking this morning, about vision or about circumstance. And God has a lot to say about this. And uh, so everybody can understand this. I'm going to give you a real-world example of living in vision or you live in circumstance. There was a college football coach, famous. Everybody knows his name. I'm not going to mention his name, but he was speaking here uh, in Montgomery, Alabama, right outside of my town, to a huge auditorium of uh, coaches that want to be just like him. And he tells this example, and I've known this for years, by the way, which is one of the disappointments of what happened recently in my workplace is because I got caught up in this, and that is unacceptable. Um, and here's the example. There's these two players on the team, and they're not starters. Okay, they're not starting. And so all year long they go through the motions. They pout when they go to practice because I'm not getting catches. I'm not getting notoriety. I'm not getting looked at. I'm not getting all the attention. It's all about me. And so they just show up in their circumstances every day. And this goes on all year long. And they're not bringing value to themselves, and they're not bringing value to their team. And then the biggest game of the year comes, the very biggest game of the year, and the two starting players are out. And they go into the game, and they don't even know the plays. Don't even know where to run. And they brought no value to the team and no value to themselves because they didn't live in their vision of who they wanted to be and where they wanted to go. And they got caught up in circumstance. And, man, I fell miserably into that recently. It was like as if I had practiced all year how not to fumble the ball, and then I get put in the game, and what do I do? I fumble the ball. And I hope everyone understands this, that being a Christian does not mean you're immune to struggles. You're not immune to failures. You're not immune to addictions. You're not immune to financial problems. You're not. In fact, Christianity is not religion. It's not. It's reality. 
You live it every day. Real God, real relationship. And the fact of the matter is each of us needs all of us. And that's why I want to share my experience with you so you don't have to go through it. But before we go any further, will you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this morning. And God, I thank you for the people that you placed on this call. God, that they heard you and they responded and they showed up this morning. Why did they show up this morning, Father? Because they love you. So, Father, move me out of the way, completely out of the way. And, Father, you say what you want said. God, so that we'll grow closer to you. Father, will you just bless this call right now? These things we pray. Amen. So I know that uh, God speaks in several different ways, but the four most common ways I hear God's voice, And there's many ways, but the four most common ways I hear God's voice, and you may hear them the same way, is number one, it's through his word. Chapter by chapter, verse by verse, day by day, little by little, knowing your heavenly Father. Real relationship, real God. Number two is prayer. Conversation with God. God, teach me, show me. Father, I love you. Number three is the other people. God will send people right to you and talk to you. It may be somebody that you talk to daily. It may be somebody you have not heard from in a long time. It may be a complete stranger, but God will use other people to speak to you. And fourthly, it's through your circumstances. What's going on in your life right now, and God is using that for you? Are you listening is the question. And so recently, my job, my company made a decision. Well, I just didn't agree with it. So what? Do I have to agree with everything and every decision that somebody makes? And so my company made a decision. You know what I did? I got bitter, and it got under my skin, and then I just got downright angry about it. And it was through that circumstance that God talk to me as I was stewing over something that was out of my control. And this verse came to my mind. Do you have verses that come to your mind? You don't have to know the exact book it came from, the exact chapter, the exact verse, but do you have verses that come to your mind? If you don't, work on that because, man, it will help you. And in the middle of me stewing, which I should not have been doing, 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 16 and through 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks when in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Why? Why in all circumstances? And this is why. Because you are a child of God. And God is in control. 
And when you get angry about your circumstances, here's what you're saying. God, I don't think you're in control. You know what that is? That is an utter lack of faith. To say to your father, you're not in control. And now you've become your own God. And so then you say, Father, forgive me. Forgive me. And then after that, you rejoice. And you pray. And you give thanks. And you do it over and over and over again until you develop a culture within your own spirit. You have your own culture in your spirit. And it's a culture of peace that recognizes that God is in control and Father will take care of business because he loves you. Man, and it's so good when God speaks through other people. Oh, it's so good. And you know it right away. And I have a Christian friend, and just at the right time, he reminded me of what I already knew, and he said, you either live in vision or you live in circumstance." See, people that have vision, they don't spend time dwelling on circumstances. Determine your vision. What is your vision? Determine your vision and nothing gets in the way. You keep the main thing the main thing. You're a thermostat. You set temperature. You are not a thermometer reflecting the temperature of the outside world. If it's cold, you come hot. If it's volatile, you're steady. If it's chaotic, you're focused. Outside things do not drive you. You choose what you're going to ignore. Outside thoughts, outside feelings, outside judgments do not determine my vision. I determine that. And these type of people are people, as my friend reminded me, have grit. And you see, grit is a personality characteristic and it is the number one characteristic of successful people. And grit can be defined as this, people who keep moving forward. They can't be stopped. They keep going towards a goal. They don't pout. They don't complain. They don't do any of that. They just keep moving forward towards their vision, and they never surrender their goals. They never surrender their aspirations. And it was Jesus. Right now in this season that we're in, it was Jesus that moved towards the cross and he couldn't be stopped. And he kept moving forward for your sake and for mine. And he never surrendered until death was defeated. Do you have grit? Jesus had it. Do you have it? What's important now? It's not some decision that somebody makes, some company or anybody else that's outside of you. What's important now, W-I-N, when you're a box. Keep the main thing the main thing. Goals and visions. Because you either live in vision or you live in circumstances. And my vision is blessing my family. And I'm not going to let anything stop that. And my, my vision is blessing the people around me. And I'm not going to let anything stop that. And I'm going to keep moving forward that against all things. 
And finally, my blessing is to be loving my Lord Jesus Christ and be found faithful to him. Because as the prophet Hosea said, and this is something I want everybody to remember this, every game changer on this call should know this, and you should teach it to your children, teach it to your wife, teach it to your friends. I love to repeat this verse. It's Hosea 6, 6. What does God want from you? What does God want from us? And this is about the most emotional God had ever been. Out of all his emotions, he says, all I wanted was your mercy, meaning I wanted my children's kindness and love. All I wanted, and then in a very sad moment, God says, I just wanted you to acknowledge me. I stood in your workplace. I stood in your house. I stood in your family. I stood in your neighborhood, and he didn't even acknowledge me how sad that is. Hosea 6, 6, I just want your love. Father God, I thank you for this morning because you want our love, and we're here to say right now, we love you. And you're enough. God, help us to keep our vision and not live in circumstance, and our vision is you, Father. God, we thank you for this morning and this call and each and every person on this call. Amen.